Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder, coming to you from beautiful Newcastle Station. There is a gorgeous curve of sandstone and it's a real palace to the privilege of being able to get around by train. And guess what? A week today, on Thursday the 30th of March, you will be able to get around by train, as well as on Saturday the 1st of April, Engineering Works accepted. That's because late on, on Wednesday evening, the RMT union said they would call off their planned strike. The union stresses that the dispute with 14 train operators is still very much live and the General Secretary of the Union, Mick Lynch, said that they would be seeking a fresh mandate for strike action uh, in mid-May when the current mandate, which allows them to go on strike across the nation, runs out. But this is undoubtedly very good news. It was welcomed swiftly by the rail delivery group representing those train operators and I dare say by passengers who are now very very cheesed off at the way that they have been uh, messed around. The Office for National Statistics estimates that in the nine months since rail strikes began 2.5 million um, working days have been lost. UK hospitality says 2.5 billion pounds has been lost to its businesses, pubs, restaurants and so on, simply because the number of people that they would normally expect to handle in cities such as London over Christmas and so on has been so hard hit. So it's been an immensely costly strike. Is it now over? I think it probably is. My sense from talking to the people inside the negotiations is that actually not much has changed. The RMT union, of course, um, is involved or was involved in two disputes. One with Network Rail, the infrastructure provider who maintains the tracks and uh, keeps most of the uh, big stations running. They actually put out an offer which included a pay uplift of 9.2% over two years, um, rather more than that for poor paid, poorly paid workers, um, a really good uh, discount travel scheme for rail workers' families, and that was accepted very enthusiastically. 76% voted in favour, only 24% against on a very high turnout. So peace is breaking out on that side. The separate dispute with 14 train operators, including LNER here at Newcastle, Vanty West Coast on the West Coast mainline, GWR between London, the West of England and South Wales, and the key commuter services of, for example, GTR covering Gatwick Express, Thameslink, Great Northern, as well as South West Railways, South Eastern, 
they have all been um, suffering periodic strikes. We, we're halfway through a bout of action, actually, because uh, last Thursday and last Saturday there were strikes. Those have now come to an end, or they have been suspended. And the uh, let me stress again, the union says they could be back on. But my sense is that the RMT is now very much looking for a way out they are effectively saying to the train operators, oh, go on, give us a bit more, because then we can take it to our members and say, oh, we've, we've managed, thanks to your great efforts, um, going out on strike to secure a better offer. Shows we were right all along. Why don't you have a vote on this? We're either not going to make a recommendation, but clearly the fact that we're putting it to you is significant. Or they might even say, yeah, we think this is the best we're going to get. Who knows how it will turn out? And assuming it is over, well, then we can start getting on with the real problems. You would have heard, I think that was a train setting off for uh, Morpeth. <laughs> and you could hear it because it was a diesel train. This is ridiculous that uh, there is so, still so many diesel trains running around on the UK railway. There's vast problems. And for the past nine months, these strikes have, well, of course, caused enormous stress and upset to lots of people they've caused some well should we say semi-permanent damage to the railways because people decided that they simply couldn't rely on the railways with um, weeks of strike action uh, once you add all the days together so it's caused a lot of harm um, individual workers i calculate the average um, rmt member might have lost about two thousand pounds in pay i don't know if um, they will feel that they can make that up and of course, this is not so much about pay, it's about modernisation, changes to working arrangements. And that's where we will see, I think, a little bit of softening of the rail delivery group, which represents the train operators. They will ease some of their plans and that will allow the RMT to uh, put it out to a vote. And I expect that to be welcomed by the members i hope that i'm okay bear in mind we've still got another dispute that's the train drivers this is a very straightforward dispute over pay and the fact that we haven't heard anything from the train drivers they were on strike earlier this year but we haven't heard anything from them for weeks suggests to me that actually talks must be going quite well uh, mick whedon the general secretary has been very quiet of late so I'm hoping that that is suddenly going to be announced to be and uh, we'll put it out to a vote of their members and then we can all get on with things and pick ourselves up dust ourselves off and um, try and persuade passengers that actually catching a train is not a bad option. Thank you very much indeed for listening. I'm glad to bring you some good news and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye.